Yep. Yeah. That's three, two, one, and we clap. Just yeah. so we get a little little sound signature, and away we go. So good morning, Mother. <laughs> morning, Ravi. <laughs> morning, Ravi. That was smooth. As per usual, you were right. you were we're slick. We got to snuggle in. We got to yeah. snuggle in because we've got another guest on the couch. Another guest on the couch. Yep. So this morning we've got uh, Steve from Mananka. He's here with us, and we're going to learn all about what he does, which is so exciting because I reckon there's going to be some good stuff in there. I hope so. Jesus, early. <laughs> yeah, We've dragged sure. him out of bed, so I oh, hope man, it's worth both our whiles. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it would have been a good sleep. <laughs> well, our, our last guest, Steve, he wouldn't commit to this time time yeah. slot. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. a little bit of a prima donna. Let's yeah. call it. Let's yeah. call it. Yeah, he, well, he had, he's got a young child, six weeks old. Yeah. Something like that, six weeks old. So he said, I'd really appreciate it if I could just come a little bit later. He does also live in the back of Avalon somewhere. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's about to leave at four o'clock. Yeah, in the it's morning about, about an hour commute. So we did an after the dip podcast with our last guest. So this yeah. is back to well, before the dip. As, I, as I've grown older, I am. Um, my prostate seems to be playing up, so I have to get up for about four or five wees. Yeah. So this is scheduled yeah. for my second last wee of the yeah, morning, yeah. so I'm up anyway. So instead of going back to bed, yeah. I just put clothes on, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah. Just, just varied the routine. Yeah, just, that's it. That's just it. a slight variation of normal. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That's nice to, uh, it's nice to frame things in a positive light. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. You know, you've got to make the best of what's going on, it's don't you? It's about real life, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. Taking advantages of your body clock and your body alarm clock, mm. I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's what happened. I think that's probably why these things happen to us over time. Is that, you know, it's it's nature's way of saying, get up and enjoy the day. It's time. Yeah. It's time. You've had enough sleep. Yeah. Get going. I I never used to be an early morning person. I was definitely a uh, sleep in. I remember calculating in my head. You know, every snooze I I pressed is okay. That's one less thing that I'm going to do this morning <laughs> before I get to work. And I would I'd leave it to the last minute. Roll out of bed. Sometimes I had to iron a shirt, so in fact, I can need like seven minutes to iron a shirt and heat up the iron, and then I'd get off to work, and I just, I just have this vague recollection that I just felt really shitty, you know? I felt like at work, I'd be really tired, really run down, and just not enjoying life. Um, then the kids came along, and they ripped me out of that, and they kind of forced me to get up early, and then I, you know, watching the sunrise and been up with them has actually been like an awesome thing, mm -hmm. an awesome thing, and Murray and I often talk about like how that part of the day, that first hour of, you know, um, quiet time, you know, if you're up now, I'm up before the kids, is a time to actually get, you know, m that's me time. Mm. And that sets me up for, and sets, well, we both talk about it, it sets us up for a good day. So yeah. I don't know if you get that experience, if yeah. you get a chance to do I, that. I, I go to the gym most mornings at um, five o'clock. So the kids are asleep, um, you know, I come home and I, then I've got the rest of the day in the afternoon where I don't have to try to squeeze in a bit of like mm. self-care time yep. so I've got it already out of the way and then I can just rip into the day and do whatever else I've got to do yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know I, I enjoy it and other than kids get up and yeah I'm ready to rock and roll with them so yeah, it's nice how, how long have you been doing that routine oh god well since I became especially at winter time too too weak to go surfing early mornings because mm. of the cold water so I've probably been doing it for maybe three years now mm three years and I, I do it probably four times a week yeah that's awesome. and so it's just it's just my natural thing now yeah. and you, you see the same people at the gym in the, in the morning yeah. and you, you know so it's become a little community yeah part of it. and yeah. there's that there's that little eyebrow yeah, yeah you know because yeah, you all know yeah. we're hard mother yeah and do you find that the group that's coming you know when you're leaving like uh, as you're leaving maybe you say six o'clock yeah and they're all a bit more bleary-eyed and you're like 
Hey, come I'm on, guys. What have you been yeah, doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm an hour ahead of you. Yeah. Get in, rip yeah. in. There is a bit of a win. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't help but feel that way. Not that I'm competitive. Yeah. It's funny, but the, there's a, a really strange dynamic of, well, the age group of those people training at five o'clock in the morning, uh, majority of them, probably 60, 70% of them, are in their late 60s. Yeah, wow. Oh, wow. Also uh, the prostate. Yeah, also the prostate alarm. <laughs> yeah. Gets them up. So. The prostate yeah. clock. That's good. Yeah. No, that's good. And then, the, that's right, then the six o'clock, they're the, they're the youngsters. They're coming through, um, you yeah. know, they've, they've had that extra hour of sleep because they just, they don't know. Well, they might not have the extra hour of sleep. They might get up at the same time, but they come in with the matching Nike gear yeah. on. <laughs> Or decked out, and you think that like, they're ready to rock and roll. Oh, yeah, serious and crew. Men's Health or Women's but Health magazine. It, yeah, <laughs> and you've noticed that your shirt's on back to front, <laughs> yeah, changed it, it as you're walking in. <laughs> yeah, they always talk about, and we talk about this a fair bit. Oh, we've talked about it a couple of times about being prepared the night before. Yeah, you know, the next day starts the night before, and I'm I'm not much of a preparer. No, Ravi pretends he is. Yeah, yeah, and has let us down on several <laughs> occasions with his with his my theory with his theory is that you yeah, got to prepare I, the night before. Well, yeah, if I get my, I feel like if I get my gear ready the night before, if I've got my shorts and t shirt and shoes and stuff ready, then I'm gonna be I'm more likely to get up and go and, and and exercise. Whereas if I'm like Murray and I'm rummaging in the dark looking for the shirt out of the mm. out of the bin, um, then I'm then probably lie in bed and go, that's one too many things. And yeah, I, and I'm less likely mm. to commit. Yeah. And the fear of waking up your partner or the kids and yeah. it all falling apart anyway. Then you go, oh, well, I haven't got it all nice. I'm going to go back to bed. I'm going to yeah. stay there. In the, yeah. in the early days of that, I, I, now you reminded me, I used to like close the door like with such precision, like no noise, like a ninja leaving our house. Because I knew if I woke, if I woke the kids up as I was leaving, I was like the it's worst. Like, it's like throwing a grenade in and running. <laughs> <laughs> Just one little click on the door, you know. And yeah. I did hear about it. I was like, wow, you're so noisy when you left. So... You know, I can be a ninja. My wife's okay. She gets up early. She's yeah. a hairdryer. Yeah. No, no dramas. Yeah. yeah. No dramas. Anyway, can we, um, let's chat about what you do. <laughs> because I know we can, <laughs> I know, Murray, I know. Right. It's nice to talk about us and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but I want to know a little bit more about the back story. Well, tell us, tell us what you're doing now. And maybe then we can dive back into the backstory yeah. because okay. I think what you do is awesome. Um, where do I start? Okay, well, uh, Manic is a, a men's, well, started off as a men's health and um, mental health movement about creating opportunities to start discussions on topics of men's health and, and mental health. And it's sort of, um, over the last couple of years, really morphed into um, a more of a well-being sort of um, movement where we, we break down mental health and and what it is to have uh, good uh, mental health and um, and how to keep ourselves on that good mental health sort of spectrum. So what we do now is we, we run a couple of different projects. We have an ambassador program where we have about uh, 200 ambassadors, just everyday mums and dads. <laughs> Never mind me. And there's the studio. There we go. <laughs> I was wondering, the backdrop. what the hell is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Creeping around. Oh, this is always this is always great radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is always great yeah, radio. Right. While one of us is doing something, we need to have the backdrop. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it, does look, it yeah. does look good. Yeah, does look good. There you go. Yeah. It's like we're in the ocean now. Yeah. Um. So what was? Uh, so yeah. So we have our ambassador program. We have about two hundred ambassadors. Um. They're just everyday joes that um want to be there to support their friends and family, 
And the ambassador program is just to you know empower people to go out and have a conversation about mental health uh, with their friends and family and say, look, if you need someone to talk to, we're here to support you. And we've got um, an award system that we give out little 12 buck trophies to you know soccer clubs and football clubs and board riders clubs. And what that does, it creates an opportunity for each week after each board riders comp or or um, uh, footy match to, you know, when they're giving out the man of the matches to like stop and pull the guys or girls together and say, look, you know, this uh, this awards the person who brought the best vibe to the day. And, uh, you know, we're not here just to support, support you on and off the field, in and out of the water. We're here to support you all day, every day. You know, we're a club where it's a part of our culture. And uh, that's been really great to be able to unlock a few conversations and, and build that culture and communication around mental health. And, uh, and then we also have our workshops, which I really enjoy doing. And the workshops are, you know, an hour to two hours long. And we, we talk about uh, mental health. Uh, we talk about, you know, why we don't have discussions, you know, how to start the discussion. Um, we talk about empathy. We talk about um, uh, signs and triggers of a mental health condition. So what it's all about is about building... Um, building an awareness because I think a, lo a lot of us are fearful of mental health because we don't understand it and especially if we've got someone close to us that's going through it and we feel we feel that they feel isolated and we don't know how to help them or to support them so this really is to you know a non-clinical way to chip away you know mm. some, in some cases we sit around and have a beer we've got a beer sponsor so uh, we, you know we bring a, an esky full of beer if it's mm. a football club or something like that and we sit around, we just have a, a really down to earth, you know, conversation where they can all walk away with something um, uh, and a bit more clarity around mental health. So, and they're really, they're really enjoyable. I, I get a lot out of them. We've just started doing our first for females as well, which was nerve wracking the first few times. Mm, yeah. But, um, you, you know, it's, it's really funny. The, the dynamics between a group of males and a group of females is really similar. Mm. You, they wait for that one person to kind of, Dive in. Dive mm -hmm. in. And once that one person <coughs> dives in, then it sort of opens the floodgates and the communication really starts to flow. And what else is really funny is, you know, the concerns and the pressures in life of a male and a female are really similar. Mm. You know, the mm. triggers and so on. Look, there's different pressures on, on both females and, and males, but the majority of the triggers and, and, and life pressures are similar. So to, to you know, to do like... Uh, one at the beginning of the week for males and to do one for females at the end of the week and you think wow this is like this room is really really similar amazing yeah mm. um and so i i get so much out of those because you, you get a lot of really positive feedback where people sort of like especially when we talk about self-checking and self-care mm. and people mm. kind of say well you know i've just realized something maybe is a little bit deeper that funk that i've been mm. having for you know, the last few months, maybe it's not overwork, maybe it's not stuff going on at home, maybe there's something a little bit deeper going yep. on. Mm -hmm. uh, and that sort of drives them to go, all right, well, I'm going to go see my GP or speak to someone. So that that's that's unbelievably rewarding, actually. Um, and uh, and then we have our mental health first aid, which is, um, is mental health first aid is uh, run by a company called Mental Health First Aid Australia. Uh, believe it or not, and um, it's really yeah, 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 it's a pretty good name, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. And so dot what, com dot com <laughs> dot au dot au. Yeah. There you go. Maybe get a plug. Like, yeah. 
Um, Cash and, for comment. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we're all looking for sponsors. There we are. Yeah, 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 we're all out of beer sponsors. Yeah, we yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got Porsche Tesla. That's got, one of our oh, main sponsors. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to get on board there. Yeah, well, we're going to get Porsche and Elon just together. 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 Yeah, okay. Make us a car. We're sort of future pacing that one. Yeah. They don't know it yet, yeah, but they're, they're going to be our sponsors. Yeah, right? Just keep slicking them. <laughs> yeah, a little content, little little bit of a play. Yeah. Tag Elon enough, yeah. surely he'll come to the party. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, so mentalhealth.com yeah, today, yeah. Yeah, mentalhealth.com.au. First aid. And so what, what we do, we engage uh, their facilitators, and we go out and get them corporate work um, to help fund them. But what they do is give us a really... Um, awesome rate to be able to go out to the community and subsidise or create free positions through fundraising and so on. So mental health first aid is really similar to like a St John's medical first mm-hmm. aid mm-hmm. where you learn the skills to be able to, um, you know, uh, uh, support and um, uh, kind of uh, comfort someone until they can seek um, professional mm-hmm. clinical help. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and in times of crisis, and we cover the full spectrum of stuff like, you know, the more common mental health conditions like anxiety and depression, and then you have suicide, um, psychosis, um, drug and alcohol abuse. So what it does, it gives you a wide, a wide scope of different um, mental health conditions and, and an understanding. It also gives you an idea where they're born from, mm-hmm. um, what the signs and symptoms look like, and I think the most important thing is it gives you it gives the individual confidence to be able to support a loved one or yeah. a friend um, if they recognise the signs. Without, I think we we all think a large majority of us think you know, if we do see someone struggling, if we do reach out to support them, we could make things worse, mm-hmm. and that can often stop us from taking that step to support them, which is really important because a lot of people that are suffering from or living with a mental health condition feel really isolated. isolated. Yeah, right. And that isolation from what I've heard from people um, that I've spoken, I've spoken to hundreds now, um, is probably the most scariest part. Mm. Mm. Um, and it builds and it builds. And so for us to be able to have the tools to be able to support someone and remove someone from that isolation is already taking a massive weight off the shoulders of mm. a person that's working through and living with that condition. So, yeah, it's been really unbelievable. Now we've we set a goal to, to train, to fundraise enough and train um, 100 positions from October 2018 to October 2019 of community places um, through getting corporates to do it and mm. moving about up to 80 now. Yeah. Awesome. So now we have the frigging problem of being able to roll out all the free courses. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a good position to have, but yeah, it is awesome. difficult. Yeah. So who 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 can reach out to you? Who, can, who do you want to connect with mm. now? How can, how can our massive listener base, oh, hi mum, Mm. Uh, how can our listener base uh, help you help you guys out? Is it is it Murray at his rugby league club? Is it people who are in? Uh... I yeah, I already want the twelve dollar trophy. You want well, the, yeah. hey, well, you can not, have your own. Not... You can give it to each other each week. No. <laughs> Just swap no. it back and forth. No, yeah. Well, no, I player of the week. Yeah. I I coach all of my kids. So I've got three kids. Yep. And on different seasons, different times, I coach About all of, of them. Mm. Yeah. Um, in sport and. And Ravi and I have talked about sport and kids as we go through. And the ch- one of the challenges I see as a 
as a parent and when it comes to sport is giving awards at the end of the thing. And there's, I, I'm very much of the camp of there are winners and losers and sports got some great lessons mm. in that. And we can't all have participation trophies. I, I'm, I'm on the, as my wife would say, I've got splinters. I'm really on the fence about it. I, yeah. I'm neither, neither, nor the, but yesterday I, uh, I did something out of character, out of, out of character for me. Um, I gave my man of the match award to not the man of the match. Mm, mm. Sorry, hot dog, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> hot dog has been in our team for five years. Yeah. He maybe doesn't have many of the physical attributes that make a great rugby league player, mm. but his dedication to the craft, mm. he has beaten me, I reckon, for five years to training. He's yeah. there before I am, mm. kicking goals. Yeah. I reckon he gets one in 10. Yeah. You know, all year I've told my, my son that he's limited to three tries, any more than three tries. He's got a pass. And he's got a pass and he's not allowed to get one. Hot Dog scored his first try in five years yesterday. Oh, wow. So I, I made a little bit of a spiel yesterday in, in our in our after-match speech of that, you know, some di- sometimes the man of the match is someone who contributes outside of the thing. Mm. You know, Hot Dog will give me... Um, I nicknamed it Hot Dog. That was to try and fire him up one day about five years ago. It's never really worked, but it's just stuck. His dad calls him Hot Dog now. It's like a whole family nickname. Because you go, what's your favourite food? And he goes, Hot Dog. I said, you should be like a spicy hot dog. You know, and you get fired up. So now I want one of those $12 trophies because it would be, yeah, it'd be, it would, you know, and and his, you could see his parents yesterday when I was giving him the award. They were, they were super pumped. Yeah, he was super pumped. Mm. He was just Murray. You know what? You know what trouble you're going to come into though. Every week you're going to have to give it to Hot Dog because <laughs> now he's... you're like, come on, we've got to give it to some <laughs> other kid who's yeah. contributing yeah. In, a, in a great way to yeah. the to yeah. the ethos yeah. of the team. But I think what a team is is especially when you've had the yeah. same team together for a few years. Yeah. So I'm I'm the coach of the under sevens Falcons. Mm. I've heard the of strikers. Them. Go to the <laughs> We were, Actually, we were, they we, came up on the Daily Telegraph yeah, sports yeah, feed yeah. this morning. <laughs> we, we were undefeated until yesterday, <laughs> and we got, we got <laughs> That's pumped. why it came up. We got pumped. Both our teams got pumped. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, you know what? I was, I was so, I was, I was so proud of the kids because they got pumped, but they didn't give up, and they're, yeah. they're not used to losing. No. And, um, and and like yesterday, I couldn't even give the trophy out. Well, for two reasons. Disgust. No, 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 not <laughs> out. Yeah, I just walked off. <laughs> yeah. I threw my <laughs> whistle on the floor. <laughs> a drink bottle went You've flying. let me down. You've let Coach oh. Steve down. But, you know, well, there's two reasons I couldn't get the trophy out. Yeah. Was one, because we forgot the trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah little yeah. Johnny had kept it from you the week it, before. Yeah, from the school yeah. holidays. Yeah. And, and two, and two <laughs> everyone just put in. Everyone yeah. put in. And I think oh. it's... You know, if everyone puts in, you, you can't be unhappy. No, no. You know, and look, I think the biggest thing, when you, especially when you're looking at junior kids, yeah. like some kids are really great at reading yeah. and they're on level 25 mm. and then there's some kids that can kick a ball straight. Mm. Reading? Yeah. yeah. How's that important? Your kids are good at school, man. Don't <laughs> yeah. Worry about yeah. yeah. Where's, where's reading going to get you? <laughs> well, you look at, you ask a kid now what they yeah. want to do and they don't think they need school or anything no, like that. Like one of my kids wants to be a footy player. Yeah. He's never played footy in his life. Yeah, yeah. Played yeah. soccer, but he wants yeah, to play, yeah, he's yeah. going to play for Canberra. Yeah. And, he's a um, raider through He's through. a raider. <laughs> and, um, and the other one wants to be a gamer. Yeah. So, Perfect. We well, can and make a YouTube some, channel. Yeah. You can yeah. make some cash out of that. <laughs> so. 
Oh, come on, <laughs> come on, you're feeling awkward. Yeah, feeling... You try to, you try to, yeah, you, try right. to, you try to add any schooling into that. And you go, There's no time it. for that. Yeah, I need it. Dad, <laughs> I should be at home playing Fortnite or that's, something. That's like that's wasting like, my life. Well, that's like our version of like we don't need maths. We've got a calculator. Yeah. Now they just go. We don't need any school. Yeah. We've got Google. Like yeah, it's all good. It. Let's move on, everyone. Yeah. It was getting in the way of my gaming. Mm. Oh yeah, I I um I am not a coach, uh, but I'm an observer. You've been a rep. I heard you're a rep. Yeah. I yeah. listened to that one. Yeah. You're a rep. Yeah, Thank let's you. bring that up. Yeah, yeah. well, and the, and the Let's turn the Do you know the mirror. that? It's funny because now I'm like the number one ref. You know, like I'm the... In our team. Yeah. We have the three parents. The three parent whistle. ref. Yeah, they, they, they look to me. Whistle. They look to me for guidance and support because I, I noticed they're very casual. There's some very casual refs out there. One guy had... Yesterday he had jeans on his hands in his pockets as he's refing. I was thinking... Mate, I've been running kilometres. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm an AFL ref the way I you know, blow on the whistle every other time. He's looking for the whistle in his pocket. I'm like, jeez, you got to have that thing ready to go. Anyway, it was, it, was, it was hard to watch. But we actually had our first win, our first soccer team win in the under-10s wow. for the season. And it was it was glorious and fantastic. And the kids played well. And it was, you know, so fun to watch because they were so, so pumped, so excited for themselves. And you get the feeling like this is the beginning of... Of something great, <laughs> or it could be their only win. Yeah. But uh, they, they were so excited, and that's the whole thing. What Murray was talking about with sport and participation, like if there's no black and white with it, if it's all sort of grey and it's all fun, like and I, I get that concept, like mm. we want to contribute, but it's nice to acknowledge, hey, this is the goal. Mm. We came so close this time, you know. Next time, let's look at that, or we we achieved our goal. Let's celebrate mm. and do that together. And I think in society, we need we need that. We need a little bit of that, maybe. Um, we, we postulated at some point, we had a theory, mm. that um, uh, perhaps part of our sort of society's, um, you know, move in a direction of more mental health issues comes from potentially those sort of, you know, undefined borders. Like, how am I going in life? Where am I at? What's, what's happening? And um, I don't know if you have any thoughts of that or whether that just sounds really confusing, but do you, do you, can you, you know, sort of see a link or has there been some... You know, theories thrown around, um, around, you know, why we're seeing such high numbers of, you know, mentally uh, challenged, you know, challenging you know, health in yeah. our community. Do you know what? I There's a couple of theories. I These are my personal theories, mm. and I, I don't need a, I'm not a doctor of anything. I'm just a lad like you guys mm. that's, you know, passionate about starting the conversation. Yeah. But from what I understand is it's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been there. Um, but we've just got better at recognising the signs and going out and getting it treated. Yeah. You know, we've realised, we're starting to realise that, you know, um, living with a mental health condition is just like living with asthma or, you know, diabetes or something. We, mm. Once we understand what's happening, we get a treatment and, you know, or a bad back, mm. and then we, we go on with it. Um, but we're able to recognise it. You know, I, I did one a, a while ago and I had a couple of old guys in there late 60s gruff kind of guys come up to me and say you know what we never effing had um yeah. mental health problems back or suicide day, yeah. back in my day yeah. no depression I, yeah and i said well wow, really and and i said but you know the, the facts are you did mm. oh that's a load of rubbish we didn't you know we just got on with it they said but you think back to your life you think about how many mates you had or or parents that you knew that had um heavy drinking problems mm. or you know were workaholics and were you know unfortunately 
took out their issues in domestic violence. Mm. You know, it's always mm. been there, but hidden. Yeah, disconnected from their kids and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and so it's always been there. And unfortunately, suicide has always been there as mm. well, but mm. was masked and hidden as workplace accidents mm. and car accidents yeah. and different things like that. So really, I think society just understands better, mm. you know, awesome. what, 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 what it looks like. And the, the stigmas and stereotypes are, are being put away and the treatment's coming out. I'm amazed at the sort of younger generation coming through that in their 20s now who are, are willing to have that conversation, mm. you know, to mm. talk about it and, and to, uh, like that groups like the 180 and so on, they kind of, they seem, it seems to me like they're much more open to conversations around what their well-being mm. than my, like my my friends, just my, my cohort of, you know, we get together and it's not really like checking in with each other in mm. a, in a really formal sense, like we mm. have our ways, you know, hey, you know, mate, and pull this, pull this side, and what's ahead, you know, how things, blah, blah, blah. But these guys are like really open about it. It's almost like, um, it's almost like it's flipped it into a, uh, a like it, like a conversation that they're proud to have. Mm. It's not just in the corridors, if mm. you know what I mean, in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed that? Is oh, that- yeah, it is. It's, it's part of. You know, it's part of like the DNA of growing up. Now mm. it's, you know, like like they've got their coolness through fashion, and um, you know, and in the lifestyle, but also about being real and caring mm. has become mm. a ticket of coolness, which yes. is unbelievable. Yes. Mm. You know, and if you know, we're in our forties, I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah. No grey hair, but I've got all the grey hair. But mm-hmm. um, at least I, I tell them, I, I tell them. Yeah. Yeah. at least you've got some. <laughs> <laughs> if I coloured mine, I'd look like a terrorist. So. <laughs> Um, but that's really become a part of coolness. And if we had that back then, you know, and our generations had that, uh, you know, we'd be a lot different. Yeah. It'd be a lot of our friends that I think, especially when you're in your 40s, you, you know uh, at least a couple of people that you went to school with that have suicided. Mm. Yep. And if we had that skill, you know, it would be probably a different, different place. Yeah. I was, uh, whenever I do my... So as a chiropractor, as, as a licensed practitioner, we have to do a... Uh, our first aid certificate every three years, mm. you know, just to keep up to date. I always walk away from that day feeling like more useful. I'm like, snake bites come at me. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Compound yeah. fractures. I'm here. I'm ready. Burns. I'm good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I can't imagine, and I'm looking forward to the feeling of going through like mental health first aid yeah. and having that same, you know, that same feeling of like, okay, I, I've got this, you know, anxiety. I mm. need, I, I know, I know how to help. Yep. Um, you know, and, I mean, we're in a caring profession and it's part of our makeup of that, you know, that we found ourselves in that role and the more bits of information that we have, the better. But mm. I think there are loads of people, I'm sure there are loads of people out there who just want to engage and be, be useful in their community. Mm. Mm. And is your organisation, you know, a great place for them to re- to connect with? Oh, what 100%. Would you 100%. Yeah. So, um, you know, the mental health first aid's for everyone, you know. All you, all you have to be is 18 and, and over. Um and it's a great opportunity to start learning the tools and understanding what's going on and being able to provide help. You know, it doesn't matter if you, you know, especially for, um, you know, people that are in, in, role, in role model positions like yourselves with, as coaches and, mm. and, and- Referees. Referees, sorry, golden whistles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, w- you know, we're not just the only organization. They can Google, you know, mentalhealthfirstaid.com. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dot.au. And they can find it. They can find because I know you're global. Yeah. So they can go anywhere. And that's that whole thing is global. global. We're global. You need a passport, don't you? Yeah. Exactly. International. Actually, I don't know if they are in New Zealand. They might have not made it across no. the ditch. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Talk about your next they one. They can do the dot yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can come over. Well, once they walk, crank, yeah. crank the power up. Yeah. Surely they, they'll, they'll have one in Bondi, wouldn't they? They'll have a, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Like like a, the like satellite office. <laughs> <laughs> satellite New Zealand office. Or where's it located? Bondi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bondi Junction. Bondi Junction. Oh, yeah. 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 No one's yeah. in Bondi. Yeah. Yeah. Clovelly. So, uh, um, uh, yeah, go on. But, uh, look, yeah, so we're here. We're, we're one place where you can do it, but you can do it through a lot. Uh, yeah. I just highly recommend doing it because, you know, I got a text message yesterday from a from a mate, and he said, Steve, do you ever... It was really random, actually. And it was, Steve, do you ever use mental health first aid? And I thought about it for a sec. And I went, well, I use it every day, yeah. you know, because, you know, if you see someone that's, you know, maybe not themselves, you kind of start putting through mm. the ideas. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe I just need to keep an eye on them or have a conversation mm. with them. You know, and it's just like... How did you, you have a mate that said that to you? Big pun? How did you have a friend that didn't know that you did that? Oh, no, they do know, no, no, but they're wondering if... if, if your, do I ever life? use it? Yeah. Oh, yeah do, okay. How often do you use oh, that yeah, tool? Yeah, yeah, right. You know? You've got um, this... And like, I, yeah, your branding's pretty. I was like, you know. Yeah, I know, man. You can't ever see me. I, I don't buy shirts anymore. I just wear Manager shirts. <laughs> yeah. And my yeah. missus says you can't double up. You can't wear a Manager hat and a Manager yeah. shirt. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Double like, denim. Yeah. The, the young kids. Yeah. I've seen them. They wear double denim all the time. Yeah. Why can't I go Manager? Manager. Yeah. Yeah. Double anchor. Yeah. Yeah. The jocks. Yeah. She's not in it. She's not in it. What would she know? We, that's what we need. We need someone like that. Our we life. need to get some speedos done. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I today I'm I'm rocking some gotcha for life. Speedos. Oh, great! Yeah. yeah. So, you know, on the on the same on the same right, wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. So well, Murray, Murray likes to flaunt that because he got them for free. He got them as a, oh, as mate, a gift. That was, that was my first cash for comment. Oh, yeah. was yeah. it? There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was there the you first go. Bang! Yeah, last was it last year that we did? Earlier this year. Early this year. Yeah, they had a they had a little charity event down at Longy at, at Curl Curl at, at yeah. Crow, uh, Colorado, yep. Yeah, one of those stones. Yeah, yeah Colorado it's around that peninsula. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we, uh, so Murray and I, did, they did a 24-hour swim, swimathon, and we chose the hour of what, 4 a.m. to 4 a.m.? 3 to 4. Do we go 3 to 4? 3 to 4. The least popular time we yeah. chose. Yeah, So there was yeah. some two other people, people in the pool. Yeah. It was, it was, and it was raining. Down. It was yeah. Yeah, bucketing down. And it was and the, and that was high tide, mm. so the pool was just like <laughs> full of junk. junk You're breathing dirt. in leaves and stuff. But it was a great hour. And I remember, I remember thinking, you know, uh, if I feel like I'm struggling now, you know, think about why we're doing this charity mm. swim, and, and you know, as a metaphor for for life in general, it's like we can I can get out of this pool anytime I want. Yeah, and I'm here, and um, so you know, maybe that sounds a bit corny, but it's actually something that got me through mm. that moment. You know, yeah. while we're here, and and this is life, and life's not always, you know, roses. It's not not always chlorinated indoor pool with mm. uh, you know, with with perfect conditions, and um, so that was that was fun. That was a fun thing. That, and that, that event, so that guy that asked me, that sent me that text about, you know, do you use your mental yep. first aid? That was the guy who organised that, oh, Andrew Ward. Yeah. Right, so right. he organised that event yeah. and uh, it was unbelievable. And, you know, he, we spoke a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of days before his, the event was going to go off. And uh, I said, oh, how's the fundraising going? He goes, oh, it's not, I don't know if we're going to get there. I said, don't worry about yeah. it. I said, because, you know, it's bigger than the fundraising. Yeah, yeah. It's about creating the awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And what you find with events like that, you have, you know, people who might be struggling kind of, you know, gravitate to them because yeah. they feel like 
then there wouldn't be a loan there. Yes. And, you know, if you've got 300 swimmers or something yeah. like that swimming, you know, that's showing that 300 people care and yeah, their yeah. families care and you guys care. Swimming. But it's a conversation, it's people on the periphery. Yeah. You don't even know who's engaging and not yeah. engaging. And you know, I sometimes get, like with our, with our fun little podcast that we do, we get people who, mm. you know, they, they come in, in the street or they come and talk to us and go, oh, mm. I've been really enjoying the podcast. Yeah. One guy was telling me he heard about it from another dad at the kindy drop-off, said, oh, you mm. must be listening to that podcast. Yeah. And I was like, that's so cool that it has yeah. that, that far reach. Mm. So yeah. even if you don't get the sort of the metrics, the likes and yeah. the eggs yep. or whatever, the money even, you know, what's the real purpose? I think that's it's good. It you probably wouldn't outweighs it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I had, I've had hundreds of people come to me and ask me about the swim. Yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, I'll next I'll do year. it next time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll I, have the you have your, your branded. Closet. I'll have my yeah. branded yeah, ones. Yeah, you will. But you know what? I'm a surfer, but I'm a terrible swimmer. I can't. Oh, you mm. guys offered me the swim this morning. <laughs> you, like, you know the little pool out the front here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do two laps yeah. and then yeah. sink. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah, well, we got you. Yeah, yeah good. Maybe. All right. we'll, we'll watch it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got Murray and I got into swimming. I'll tell you the story. We got into swimming a couple of years ago. Because Murray was saying to me, oh, I wouldn't mind getting back in there some fitness. You know, I was like, yeah. and I said to him, oh, you know what, I'll support you in that, mate. I'll give you a crap. I'll be there for you because, you know, you're a good bloke and yeah. and I want you to be healthy and fit. And so we come for a, we go for a swim. Was it here? Was it this one? Yeah. yeah. I go, come down and do the bold and beautiful. I, I do it sometimes and you can join in and I'll stay with you. I'll, I'll make sure you get across. You know? <laughs> Thanks, mate. So, yeah. So I'll he jumps in. So we jump in. And then, with honestly, within like two strokes, Murray's already four body lengths in front of me. And then I find out afterwards he swims like nationally for New Zealand, and not that that means a lot, but you know, there's a lot of <laughs> oh, yeah, three yeah. Of my, wow. no, no, just all four, Kiwis. All Sorry, four of them, yeah. <laughs> all four of the Kiwis that can swim. No, but, he, but he's a bloody good swimmer. I was, I, I was just like, okay, you're fine, man. He's, yeah. he's taking the piss. Yeah. But it's uh, that was, and then we've we've continued yeah. ever since. I've chased him ever since then. And your swimming has improved out of sight. Thank I you, that. I appreciate that. Every now You've then, lifted me up. Yeah. We used to wait a lot for Ravi. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you bring him into your thing, yeah. oh, and then he's better than that's you. Yeah. yeah. And then, that's why I've got to get him yeah. first. That, that was my thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my thing must. Yeah, yeah. I, I was meant to be the good swimmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come, come on. We introduce yeah. all my friends. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they're your friends. Yeah. yeah. They like me heaps better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've become the cool friend. Yeah. Your next team must has a party you're not invited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A pool party, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we know it's not safe. Ravi <laughs> doesn't have it. Come on, I'll bring the golden whistle. I'll be fine. Uh-huh. I'll be fine. But it's you know that mm. that sort of thing. We um we had a bit of a a, a crack at doing podcasts a, a good while ago before we started this one with another mate in Perth. Yeah, and, you know it was it was a bit difficult with the timing. Yeah. And uh, but one of the things that we in our very first podcast that we did, we said, okay, we got, we try to set a challenge each time, mm. each each time. Okay, this mm. week. Because it was all about dads and mates and all that mm. sort of stuff. We said, how about we reach out, call a mate that you haven't spoke to for ages. Yeah. Mm. And um, so on the back of that, I called I called a mate of mine, and um, you know, and that was that was a very powerful conversation that we had out of the blue. Mm. Um, and I'm very very thankful for that. I don't need to go into the details mm. of it, but it was um, it was, I'm so glad that I called him and we connected and uh, and we've been you know in, in contact more since then. And you know, it was those sorts of things that. Um, you know that I'm really you know, grateful for this sort of mm. medium to to get together with buddies, to to have the purpose of looking out for each other, mm. yeah. and not in a you know I think men uh, I know men come we sort of feel like if we if we think that way sorry I thought I don't know wanted to sound far away so yeah if we if we we sometimes think in the way that like oh I need to be strong and I need to be you know impenetrable like mm. this fortress of um, I'm okay 
my canis and I, and I think that makes us brittle right it makes us more more fragile than if we're able to you know connect and soften and and understand each other so I, i'm really you know i'm i'm glad for the people around me mm. that connect with me and check in with me and i'm sure that other people feel the same mm. you know so for it, organizations like yours awesome mm. it's it's basically about giving the green light to have the conversation yeah you know i think of it you know, a lot like, you know, when you, you see the skipping rope going around, you're counting in one, two, three, and you're waiting to jump in. You mm. know, once you're given the green light, you'll jump in every time, you know, to, to be able to have the conversation. If, if you, you know, it might like sound a bit yeah. ridiculous, but, you know, it's, you don't, if, if you have that awkward conversation, like, mate, mm. if, you know, you could be having a beer, mate, if you, if you ever need anyone to talk to, and it's a completely off topic, but if you ever need anyone to talk to about, you know, <coughs> things mental health you know if things are getting you down i'm mm. here to support you yeah all right and i'd hope you'd be the person to support me as well mm. and that having that one conversation will resonate with someone and when they start feeling the funk when they mm. start feeling down then they'll be more open to get wait a minute ravi said to me ma said to me mm. if i was feeling this way i could go talk yeah. to him and then you sort of go well hey you know when we had that beer that mm. time you said that do you mind if we can have that conversation yeah and that all that kind of fear and what whatnot's taken mm. away by having it. So it's really important. And if we reach out to our friends that we haven't spoken to before, you know, it's even yeah. better because mm. we're building that network of people. Mm. So and, then, and and something you said there, we go because I'd hope that you know you do that for me. Mm. It's sort of like saying, I'm I'm not saying I know at all. Yeah. I'm saying we were in this together. Yeah, mm. and that that straight away creates that bridge. That's really nice language because I. I think sometimes if it's just like, hey, Murray, if you ever need a chat, I'm, mm. I'm here for you, mm. mate, can yeah. sometimes feel like, <coughs> who, you know, mm. I don't I don't want to feel vulnerable yeah. in front of you. Like, I, yeah. I, I you know, I, I don't want to look like I'm broken. But if you, mm. if you're like, hey, man, I'm just letting you know that because at some point I yeah. might need that. Yeah. Then yeah. That's, that, that's such a different feeling. Just as you said it then, I was like, oh, that's. Mm -hmm. I think what we all need to remember is. We're all different. Yeah. I've got this theory called the same, same, but different theory. You know, like the tacky shirt you yeah. get in Bali and Thailand. <laughs> and it really resonates with men because, you know, we, we all, we you know, we might grow up together. We might have the same moral and ethical values. But in life, different things affect us differently. Different life triggers and, and so on. You know, the way they go mm. in our head, we break them down. They come out uh, a different. And we need to be mindful of that. And so... If we're all, if we've given each other the green light that you know, if you need to talk, no matter about what it is, I'm here to support you. Mm. Then if that person you know goes through a breakup and you know can't deal with it, um, and we realise well you know what I, I kind of lived through that and I got through it, but you know this person isn't, you know we we build that level of empathy mm. and understanding and you know we go work out well I mean that he's really struggling with this. Maybe I mm. do need to go talk to him about it. Mm. I think it's really important that we understand that we're not all the same and we all mm. we all need different levels of support mm. but at one stage in our life our mental wellness will be tested you know yeah. we live on a spectrum just like our mental and physical mm. yeah we've got good here and or poor here and mm. and good here um, and good there and you know to stay on the good side of our physical mm. spectrum we need to be swimming yeah. eating well getting regular sleep and doing all those things but our mental health it's just mm. the same. We, you know, we might live on the good side of the spectrum for, you know, thirty years and yeah. get to 55, 60, and yeah. all of a sudden, bang, something triggers our life. <coughs> something goes yeah. on in our life, and it, it tests us. But if we've got there people around us to support us, and we're doing mm. the right things, 
by supporting others, then smooths out the yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, where you go. Yeah, the variance. Mm. So we got, we um we've got to go for a swim in a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and I I feel like we we could have this chat. Oh, could go for hours. For hours, which is awesome. Um, is there anything that you could sh- sort of share with with the listeners about or with us really? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk. Let's call it the listeners, but really, <laughs> I want to know about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, anything that you could share, like you know, your like your top tips or something where you go. Hey, listen. This if there's somebody in your community, mm-hmm. uh, then you can do this. That you know, or maybe even for someone's own personal journey, mm. they're listening to this. That may be even better. Mm-hmm. You know what? What um, you said something about it, like a checklist before. Yeah, really early on. Yeah, I was so, trying to get back there, but I didn't. Oh, know, sorry. Well, I come back. No, well, I don't think there's been any rambling at all. But it's just you know, I've got. I've sat here most of the time, just going. I'm yeah. gonna listen to everything he says. I'm just going. I'm just in the middle of this. Yeah, I'm just looking at the back of Murray's head. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's, good. Oh, it's a yeah, nice head. It's like it's, it's, it's like being nice a, it's like being at Wimbledon here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> flicking from topic to topic. I'm going. Oh, oh, oh a yeah. cervical rotation is through the roof. But, then, but it's just Ravi against Roger Federer. <laughs> yeah, 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 Ravi is a very tennis name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah, could be. Squash. You know, you don't ever hear Steve. He's yeah, more yeah. badminton. When was yeah. the last Steve was a tennis player? Yeah. They're all Ravi's. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so, you know, look, number one thing yeah. is to have the conversation with your friends and family. Mm. That's number one. It doesn't matter if you have it with your kids, um, your, 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 your friends, your, your brother and sister, um, you know, uh, your parents. And say, look, I'm here to have the conversation. If you ever need it, I'm mm. here to have it. Because what that does straight away is opens the door. If someone's struggling, someone's yeah. feeling isolated, um, it creates that opportunity. And that's the number one thing. This whole man anchor mm. thing is about creating the opportunity to, you know, to have the conversation, but also to remove that isolation. Yeah. And if we all did that, you know, that would automatically um, make a positive impact mm. on the suicide rate. Yeah, across the whole world, if we all had that conversation with all our loved ones, yeah. that's the number one thing. But the number, uh, probably number two thing, is just to, you know, understand the signs a little bit better. Yeah. And the, the look, the signs for different mental health conditions or uh, are different. Um, but to know, look, we, we've all got a barometer in ourselves where we know what we are when we're good and what mm. we're not. And a simple thing is to, to kind of realise if you've got if you've got a, if you're feeling a funk that's not yourself <coughs> for more than a week or two, it's important to speak to someone close mm. to you, or you know go and have a chat with your doctor. Yeah. Because you know more, more cases than not that funk could be something more than you know maybe not eating mm. well or or um, you know added pressure from work or you know pressures at home, so. That's the biggest thing. It's because I think we feel if we go there, then we, we're, we're putting a hand up to say, mm. you know, we haven't been coping. Yep. It's no different from us going to see our chiropractor <coughs> and saying, mm. you know what, in my back every morning, it's it's not working out yep. for me. It's a bit sore. And you you'll, you two will ask, you know, well, how long have you had it? Mm. Was there something that, you know, kicked it in? Um, you know, have you had it before? And they're the sort of things, the questions that your GP will mm. ask you. Um and then you work out your plan yeah. for, you know, work out the tools and then you move on. But yeah, just to, to kind of know that, you know, if the ins- inside yourself, if there's a bit of a funk that isn't right and it's not you, that's usually you yeah. to, to think, well, it can't hurt if I go speak to my doctor about yeah. it. Yeah. So just to clarify that a bit more, 
um, because you know I, I can imagine some people will be thinking if, if I go to the doctor you know is the doctor the right place for me to go do, do I need to see a psychologist am I going to a psychiatrist you know GPs are trained mm. in that area mm. and you know they're objective and mm. have the ability to step back as a you know they're not tied into your story yep. and they can and they can give you a good insight just like Murray and I as chiropractors yep. can say hang on now that sounds totally normal you're sitting in a bad in a bad chair yeah. Yeah. or you've you've been lifting and carrying things the wrong way yeah. maybe you need a new pillow but yeah. also it could be like we need to investigate this a little bit further because yeah. this doesn't sound like something yeah. that's kind of going to just sort itself out you know yeah, yeah. so they will look at that they'll look at it that way yeah. and then give you some clear guidance yeah, going forward, so create that clarity around what you're experiencing, right? That's kind of their role. Yeah, one hundred percent. It is no different from getting a checkup for yeah. a bump on your bum. Yeah, you know, if or your prostate, or your prostate. You know, for some of us, <laughs> none of us like that no, test. I've not gone there yet. But, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting closer. Yeah. Forty-five, I was told. I've got. Hey, your chiropractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick to your back. Yeah, yeah. You both got big fingers as well. They're long. No, not necessarily wide. Long. No coughing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's it. Is just getting like going to get a normal checkup and getting something looked at. So it all it's all part of seeing a doctor. They're confidential. They're professional. And they ask you the same sort of questions mm. they'd ask yeah. you if they're trying to di- diagnose mm. um, headaches or, or, or anything yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Just the way that you said that just made so much sense to me. You know, mm. just saying, you know, how long's it been there? Have you had it before? Mm. Yeah. Is it getting worse? Mm. Is it getting better? Mm. Yeah. You know, those are all things that we'd ask, you know, when people come into mm. us, you know. And yeah, just putting it in that way was just gold. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of um, chiropractors and physios and um, kind of uh, health professionals talking to me about, mm. you know, about also with their care with, with um, you know, with your patients. Mm. With, yeah. Yeah, because uh, a lot of them, especially the elderly, um, uh, you know, really look forward to that one-on-one yeah. time um, with their chiro yeah. or physio. And um, uh, it, even though you're health professionals and... and Sometimes you don't have the tools to be able to, because you can see something mm. more is going on there. Yeah. So that's something that I'm I'm working on with um with one of our counsellors to to put something together for the, physios and mm. PTs and chiros so that they can have mm. a bit of more of an understanding. Yeah. We'll we'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. The program yeah. yeah. You can be the guinea pigs. Love it. I uh, love it. Yeah. I mean, I mean because I, I yeah I think at the back of this conversation really what we realise is time for us to upskill in that area too, isn't it? Mm. Well, Steve, we're going to have to wrap it up, man. Cool. Because it's time to go get cold. Wet and getting cold. You wear wet suits? No, come on. (laughs) Come on. We just did an ice. We just did the Wim Hof Hof Ice ice Man session the other night. Mm. So it's time for us to go use our new skills. Yeah. Our breathing skills. Um, But yeah, once again, thanks so much for coming on to the show. Appreciate Mm. your early start. And uh, let's go have some fun in the water. Yeah, it was my pleasure. And thank you for having me. Well done on what you're doing. Thanks, mate. Thanks. All right. That was great. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.